I've never had a white claw, but it feels like something the devil would drink. <laughs> have you had have you had a Mike's hard lemonade? Uh-huh. Yeah, for sure. Okay. That's it's like taking the citrus out of a Mike's hard lemonade. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, it's like a LaCroix that you rubbed in the sand. Oh. <laughs> that does sound like something that the devil would drink. It's it's the older brother's LaCroix. <laughs> Dirtbag has... LaCroix. <laughs> you know what? I'm going to change the sign. We've got 11 flavors of Dirtbag LaCroix. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it has a Trans Am, and it barely has flavor. Yeah. Roughly 24 to 92 hours ago, Stab's team of comedy scientists commissioned three specific humorists to give various potentially comedic takes on several random topics, which they will now perform for the first and likely last time in front of a live studio audience in a show called Stab. Good evening and welcome to Stab, the comedy writing panel show podcast and the state of mind. Let's introduce tonight's panel. Our first panelist thought about taking up whittling, then decided against it, and never looked back. She's a hilarious improviser. It's Allie Rubin. Hello. Our second panelist owns no less than five acres of land on three different planetoids in the solar system. He's the host of the Bad Flick Show. It's Alex Shoemaker. Howdy, everybody. And our third panelist has mastered the art of middle-of-the-night barefoot Lego stepping awning. She's a member of the Mom Hat Studios crew. It's Kim Martell. Hey, everyone. And I'm your host, Jesse Jones, keeper of the things, hoarder of the stuff. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Stab Show. Proof that if you put your mind to it, you can spend eight and a half years in almost total obscurity. Let's meet tonight's panel. Uh, <laughs> Allie, hey there. Hey, how's it going? Oh, it's despite- not total obscurity if I know who you are. Oh well, that's that's nice. That that does make me <laughs> that makes me feel better, uh, <laughs> and not much does anymore. You know what? Let's bring this up. Let's liven it up. I'm happy about things. Ha <laughs> uh-huh. ha. Uh, uh, alcohol. <laughs> I didn't know what to say to that, and I'm, right. I guess I'm not a good improviser. <laughs> <laughs> that's all right. We're all we're all shaking the rust off. We're all getting back into things. Um, speaking. Aroundaboutly, um, you since the last time we saw you, uh, or I believe the last time we saw you, you had, had re-arrived in Los Angeles. Yeah, ar- arrived for the first time. Oh, arrived for the first time. So you went to Sacramento, yeah. to Chicago, to LA. You went a big okay. Yeah. Cool. Oh, wow. Cool. I just bounce around like a person without a real home. Sure. Or, you know, two can a... play at this game, Jesse Jones. <laughs> two can play at this sad game. <laughs> Get to the sad off, Ruben. Uh, <laughs> um, you eyeballing doing some stuff down there? I imagine uh, their theaters are opening back up as well. I will see. Right now, I'm just I'm writing from home and trying to keep that going for as long as i can and uh cars keep keep hitting my house so trying to keep that from happening but there's no way to keep that from happening you just have to adjust your expectations of how many cars hit your house 
and then go from there. Sure. Um, <laughs> you live on a corner lot? What's going on? What? <laughs> yeah, it's a busy corner, and, and oh, wow. the cars just keep hitting our house. So, yeah, I mean... Yeah, I had I had, I had no follow up. It's just like a thing that we deal with now. <laughs> All right. Well, you know what? Um, I rarely, if ever, have anybody run into my place of dwelling with a vehicle. So I guess I, I'm one up on you. You're out sadding okay. me. Brag. Uh, <laughs> sad brag. Uh, <laughs> well, thanks for joining us again, Allie. Missed you. Glad to have you back. Thanks for having me. Uh, Alex, hey there. Hey, Jesse, how's it going, man? Oh, it, I, you know, you, <laughs> you've heard. It's just, it's just ice cream sundaes and, and puppy parades. Uh, it's great. It's great. <laughs> nice. Fantastic. <laughs> How are you, sir? How's things? I'm doing. I'm doing good. Um, last weekend, I spent like Fourth of July weekend in Phoenix, oh. and it was very hot there. Mm. Um, I don't know if that was the best place to quote unquote <laughs> vacation uh, this time of year. Well. Um, but it was a lot of fun. Um, but it was it was like a thing. Like our hotel was pretty close to a lot of cool spots. But we we started like we the first day we went out to go to one of those spots mm-hmm. and, and like <laughs> about two minutes in we're like you know what it's hot but it's not it's not that bad and then like two minutes later it's like we gotta get indoors some, somewhere <laughs> we gotta find yeah. a, a place to get inside um well but was, we made it through i was know. gonna ask uh if phoenix was a particular destination for any specific reason or you just rolled the dice and wound up in arizona right, <laughs> right. <laughs> committed to the yeah committed to the role there um no it started out i'm a big uh big baseball fan big giants fan okay. so the giants were playing the diamondbacks that weekend so it kind of just started as like oh that'd be a fun thing to do and then trying to figure out things around it sure um i don't want to be i don't want to be that guy but um <laughs> Pretty sure the Giants play in California too. <laughs> when is it? I didn't get this memo. I, I, I'm just, <laughs> I'm just. I saw saying. the schedule. And, oh. All right. Well, oh, I got to look into this. I gotta. <laughs> it actually costs the same to fly to Phoenix, rent tickets for Diamondbacks games, stay for several days, and then fly back as it does to just go to AT and T Park one time. Yeah, mm-hmm. just the mm-hmm. parking. That's parking alone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, it sounds like you might have made the better choice anyway. Mm-hmm. So well, oh, yeah. well, <laughs> glad you glad you had yourself a a nice trip. Glad to have you back. Sure. Good to see you. Absolutely. Um, glad to be back. Yeah. Um, Kim. <clears throat> hey, since since uh, I had any of uh, your ilk around here, uh, you guys gone and went and rebranded and shit. Yeah, we uh, we decided that the JoJo has fun just only described a very small portion of what they were doing, and um, I think that they're slowly pushing me out, and oh, no. I want to die. <laughs> no, no, no. They uh, they just wanted to like represent some of the other stuff that they've done because sure. it's you know yeah needed needed a little bit you know like um, when you have a show and then you name the theater after the show. But you have other shows, and maybe those shows don't feel as appreciated as the show that you named the theater after. Yeah, well, some people, <laughs> some people don't care. 
Mm. Um, and everybody else needs to recognize where their bread is buttered. Um, by which I mean most of the, their bread is dry because we're not making any money. So nobody's <laughs> nobody's getting buttered around here. Uh, enjoy your dry bread, you sons <laughs> of bitches. You enjoy it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> just happy to have bread. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Shouldn't we all just be happy that we have bread? Some people don't have bread. Um, but, but yeah, needed a bit of, a, a bit more of a, a wider umbrella to mm -hmm. uh, to describe. So things. they named it after my butt. <laughs> Zing! <laughs> oh, yeah. No, honestly, the mom hat came from Pip uh, getting underneath my skirt at one point and being like, oh. "Look, it's a mom hat." <laughs> All right. And I made the mistake of telling the guys that my son wore me as a hat. Um, <laughs> And then uh, Mom Hat was born. Sure. I mean, it makes more sense now than the uh, the image of the lampshade, though. So I don't understand where they ate a seed to that graphic. <laughs> that was just me under a lampshade on New Year's. Okay. <laughs> All right. But uh, so there... do you think it should? Do you think it should be my butt? <laughs> should that be the logo? I don't know. I mean, I've been working on it, but I don't think I'm ready for that to be the logo. It's just, it's weird that they're incorporating everything about you while pushing you out. I think that I'm going to be like that sort of, that member of the band that they were just like, yeah, I don't know what happened to that member, that very valued member. <laughs> They've already told me like a million times that they like Emma more than me. Mm. I just have to hope that Emma continues to be unreliable. Um, otherwise, I'm done for. <laughs> well... As someone who's had to rely on Emma for the last 16 months, you're going to be all right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, we love Emma around here. Yeah, yeah, no, we love her when she's around. Yeah, they just have a she lot of work. A lot of, <laughs> lot of work stuff. All right, well, uh, now that we've uh, disparaged everyone that does anything here ever, uh, and one of our closest, uh, most super reliable uh, contributors... Let's get the show started, shall we? <laughs> it's segment one. It's reorganization. I didn't need to say it that quickly. Sorry. <clears throat> please, please take the following acronym and reimagine it. Who or what might it now represent? Idiots. Not. Wait, there's more. Sometimes they're your boss. Sometimes you have to sit in front of this idiot that says dumb idiot things and you have to act like you don't know they're an idiot and pretend like every stupid thing coming out of their dumb face isn't absolute nonsense. So you nod and you listen, but you try not to listen too closely because you're TTKSF. <laughs> and if you actually listen to their words, you wouldn't be able to keep up trying to keep a straight face. I found, I don't know, TT, uh, try to keep a straight face. <laughs> but let's try to forget some of our unfortunate past employment experiences and trying to keep a straight face and instead come up with what else TTKSF could stand for or represent to you. One of these days I'm going to trim the intro of reorganization, but not today, baby. Allie, <clears throat> uh, <laughs> uh, let's get us started with your first TTKSF. Okay. Did you know the average cumulus cloud can weigh over 1 million pounds? Did you know that Napoleon once wrote a romance novel? Did you know, and this is true, that bees like to store nectar in an elastic pouch in their gut known as a honey stomach? 
Did you know that old pirate Rafferty buried a treasure where you'll never, ever find it? Now, don't tell me that's a tall tale. It's not. And I know because I've wasted years of my life looking for it. Good years, child-rearing years. Did you know I've burned through my own fortune looking for his? Did you know that all his clues lead you to a hollow and a tree and a swampy marsh? Or maybe it's a marshy swamp. I don't know. These are the kinds of mind games old pirate Rafferty likes to play. In any case, the tree's empty and the swamp smells like crocodile sweat. All I know is I want his chest of doubloons and rubies so I can buy a new pair of limited edition sneakers. Not because I love sneakers very dearly, but just because nothing else has ever made me happy. And I'm hoping now that sneakers might just do the trick. Did you know any of that? Did you know any of that? Well, you do now because it's TTKSF. Time to know some facts. (laughs) Oh, thank you. Now we know so many new things i mean one one particular thing um we had learned um on several occasions i don't know what you're talking about well eh, i don't know (laughs) (laughs) so wondering how long it would take to get into the show i didn't have to set you up at all there it is uh (laughs) and somebody knows the distinct odor of uh alligator sweat uh (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> i don't i don't want to i imagine like uh fresh cut lawn i don't know that's actually partially digested rubber boot <laughs> all right <laughs> all right those aren't similar okay uh, <laughs> thank you ali uh alex <clears throat> we're gonna be dealing with that uh, <laughs> let's hear your TTKSF, shall we? Absolutely. Um, look, say, say what you want about China, um, but they do know how to do one thing correctly, and that's making a hip app that is enjoyed by everyone that might be destroying America. Uh, currently, the kids are, uh, when they send videos on TikTok, they, they, they do a hashtag TTKSF, mm-hmm. and that is TikTok knows some fun. <laughs> so you got a, a singing duet of Celine Dion and a man in a hot dog suit. TTKSF. You got a video of a cat jumping off a of bed, missing the uh, missing the cabinet, to, then cat. falls on the floor. Mm-hmm. Throw a uh, oh no, oh no, oh no song on that in the background. Kids are all excited. TTKSF. And lastly, a Florida man spreading misinformation that he got from a random QAnon post on Craigslist. TikTok. Know some fun. T-T-K-S-F. Oh, if you want fun, guys. <laughs> oh, oh you can just see how he's, he's getting ready. Get the, get the haunches all wiggling. He's never going to make that jump, guys. Oh, you silly cat. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> a million views right there and that's, <laughs> yeah. that's how it works yeah <laughs> yeah just one of those uh more eyes seeing that than everything i've ever done combined um comedy's great and you should get into it class is coming <laughs> soon um <laughs> oh so fulfilling oh it really it's like drops in this empty void that will never fill <clears throat> <laughs> It's the sad off on stab. All right. <laughs> All right, Kim. Let's bring up the mood of the room like I know you will. 
with your TTKSF. Okay. I think we can all agree that every attempt to recapture the magic of the 1990 live-action Ninja Turtles movie has been complete garbage. The problem? Unrealistic turtles. That's why I started TTKSF, or Teaching Turtles Karate in San Francisco. TTKSF is only the most recent in a long line of Teaching Turtles Karate's products that I've been working on. I just haven't found the right city yet. Uh, obviously, I'm not going to base it in New York because all the good turtle talent's been mined out of that city years ago. Um, but if you want great Ninja Turtle movies, you need to have great turtles. I've pretty much ruled out all of the states south of the Carolinas after I lost two fingers on my left hand. It turns out that I have a hard time discerning a turtle from an alligator. Mm -hmm. It's a form of, form of alligator aphantasia. It actually <laughs> comes up way more than you think. Anyway, I imagine that you're asking yourself, but why San Francisco? That's the only flaw. Uh, and maybe San Francisco doesn't scream turtle town to you at first, but with the highly successful reintroduction effort of the Western Pond Turtle, the last native freshwater turtle in California, it's clear that San Francisco is a city that loves turtles. And if you think your Bay Area turtle shows karate promise, you can find me on Facebook where you can also see some extremely graphic pictures from my hand surgery until they get flagged again and consider contributing to my GoFundMe page. <laughs> Man. So far, the star of this episode, alligators. Alligators, I know! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Way to let us down, Alex. Yeah. No, the alligators were implied. Sure. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> implied they alligators. They were in Florida yeah. with that man. There it is. Yes. <laughs> Florida. Well, yeah. Implied alligators. Title of this episode. Uh, <laughs> uh, all right. That was reorganization. Well done. We know a lot of things. Facts about alligators. Uh, segment two. Pickup line. A pickup line is not a surgical instrument. A pickup line is a blunt, direct assault on the defenses of an unsuspecting object of desire, but, you know, hopefully in an endearing way. And so in pickup lines, you're asked to craft three of your best pickup lines to or from the following. Uh, to land that perfect groin campaign. Oh, I think I just didn't... I think that was left over from the last one, and I should have trimmed that off, but you know what? It's never not right. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> we're all we're all out there looking for that perfect groin companion, aren't we? Aren't we? You think you found it? <laughs> Good luck with that. Uh, <laughs> wow, <clears throat> I need another white claw to cheer me up here. Uh, pick up lines. So we will, as we do, go one at a time, round the horn three times with each of your pick up lines. Allie, let's hear your pick up line to or from. Plausible deniability. I don't know. <laughs> Hello there. Concept of plausible deniability. Can you even hear me? You're just an intangible concept. So how can I hit on you? I feel scared. But I'm also turned on by your dump truck ass. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> plausible deniability is thick. Uh, <laughs> Everybody knows that. Two C's. Alex, 
<laughs> let's hear your pickup lines. Uh, your first of three. Two are from a foosball table. Uh, hey, girl or or fella. Why don't you grab my handles and play with my ball? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was coming, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's coming right down the road, and I never saw it. All right. Uh, <laughs> there it was. You're you're welcome. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> thank you, Alex. Uh, Kim, let's hear your first of three pickup lines. Two are from the break room coffee maker. Uh, I'm just tired and desperate enough to try to make this work. Nice. Nice. Again, right on the nose, but in a different way. <laughs> that was more in the theme of the episode. Yeah. I like to d diversify my hobbies mm -hmm. so I can really spread the grief. <laughs> yeah. You put all your grief in one basket's the problem. That that really is. You got to you got to thin it out. A nice yeah. nice even layer of sad. You don't want it to be clumpy, big mouthful in one bite and then nothing in the next one. No, even it out. <laughs> wow. Okay. Uh, <laughs> big happy coming, guys. The rest of the episode. The other 70% of this, just, just cloud shapes and uh, buttery biscuits. I don't know. I'm trying to think of happy things. Uh <laughs> <laughs> Allie, let's hear your second pickup line tour from Plausible Deniability. What What does it mean that I'm attracted to you? You're a linguistic and philosophical concept. I cannot make love to you. However, I want to because your ass is banging like a reinforced garbage bag filled with shelf-stable pudding. <laughs> I, I don't know what it says about me that my first question is, is it like still in the cups or did you? you know, <laughs> <laughs> did we empty a I don't know what it says about me that I set a pickup line and there was a solid 15 seconds of silence after it. <laughs> no, it was it was pro it was taking all of that in. You can't you can't just drop a reinforced garbage bag full of shelf stable pudding and expect that not to have to wash over a fella. <laughs> I mean, the, you get so many emotions between, like, the first of all, I feel like everyone should, the immediate reaction should be like, God, I haven't had pudding in a while. Yeah. And then you just think about how tight that bag could be <laughs> or how loose it could be. That's what love is. I know, right? How yeah. tight's your pudding bag? How tight's your pudding bag? <laughs> Uh, I was mistaken about the title of the episode earlier. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Have fun. Mm. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep how tight's your pudding bag for a while. Uh, <laughs> Alex, let's hear number two to or from a foosball table. Oh, don't mind the 15 identical defenders. <laughs> This hole is all yours. <laughs> oh. <laughs> all right. 
All right. Sort of it, putting up a fight, but it's more of a show for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> <all right. laughs> the foosball table is playing hard to get for yeah. sure, I yeah. think. <laughs> well, I mean, you, you don't want to be accused of <laughs> being an easy foosball table. <laughs> uh, exactly, yes. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, Kim, uh, number two, tour from Break Room Coffee Maker. Oh, that burning mildew sponge smell is coming from me. It's been a while since somebody turned me on. <laughs> have you have you seen a break room coffee maker yes. recently? Yes. They it's what the- are they washing it with? <laughs> it's, the, it's the same sponge. They only they only use that sponge for the coffee maker. So it's it's Why basically it just sp- putting it back in there. <laughs> they should just dip it in the coffee. Cause that's <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just run a pot through there, dump it out, clean. Run it. <laughs> it's fine. Oh. There's so many flavors uh going on <laughs> going on in this uh this prompt. Mm-hmm. Uh Third time around, let's finish up uh, pickup lines. Allie, let's hear your third and final to or from plausible deniability. Oh, God. Can this even work between us? Can I bring you home to my parents and say, Mom, Dad, this is the concept of plausible deniability and we're very happy together? I don't know. I'm pretty open-minded, but knowing that this is what I want has, I guess, made me confront some pretty weird stuff about myself. Anyway, to conclude, your butt is juicy like a water balloon pumped full of Avino brand hand lotion. Avino, we don't judge. (laughs) Yeah. yeah, I feel like I really learned something in this last uh, last prompt. I feel like I did too, but I don't know what it is. Yeah, we don't. And I'm scared. It's like Memento. You're learning stuff backwards. I did not see that movie. I don't know what it's about. I don't know. Yeah, but, I'm looking on my, whenever my I tattoos see... are all. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah, those definitely tattoos. Yeah. It's just like, it just goes, what? But you're like, it'll all make sense soon. Yeah. We don't always understand the lesson immediately. Um, <laughs> but someday. But I someday. really want pudding now. If anybody out there knows of some chocolate pudding upstairs in the refrigerator. <laughs> uh, the There's also uh, another Coors Light. <laughs> oh, yeah. Boy, that would be cool. <laughs> Mid-show mid drink requests. Kim's on the show. Uh, <laughs> hey, you all just need to learn to live my lifestyle. I, we got it. We're locked in. Just be in. jealous. Just be jealous and own it. <laughs> and I never think about uh, the flavor butterscotch unless i think about pudding it's just it's never it never comes up anywhere else so thanks now i've got butterscotch in my mind (laughs) (laughs) the butterscotch lobby is working they work overtime for that that kind of publicity yeah (laughs) elbowed out all the other flavors and it's just butterscotch uh alex let's hear your last pickup line to her from a foosball table you're ready for a long, intense game. Feel free to bring a friend, but uh, make sure your forearms are ready for this action. <laughs> mm. 
this this foosball table is like really throwing itself at whoever whoever walks by. It is direct. This foosball table knows what it wants, and it's coming to get it. Don't shame the foosball table. (laughs) You know how hard it is to put yourself out there? I'm proud of that foosball table. Especially like you're dealing with like the competition of air hockey and everything. Like, yeah, you got it. Got to shoot your shot. Literally. Literally, yeah. Yeah. Air hockey is a lot better than foosball. I mean, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, foosball. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm I'm in the air hockey camp myself. I mean, don't get me wrong. I don't think that I could get a foosball or an air hockey. I'm really more of a foosball. Mm. Sure, sure. All right. Well, all these party games have been put in their place now as well. So let's move on. We got a definitive ranking. Air hockey, foosball, somewhere in between, who knows? Um, Cam, let's wrap up pickup lines with your third and final pickup line tour from the Break Room Coffee Maker. Are you a non recyclable cup that's as expensive as you are bad for the environment? Because I want you inside me. <laughs> yeah. I don't feel good. I wrote it. I don't feel good about it. That's all right, but it's not. It's not wrong. Every landfill begins with K. Uh. <laughs> I just. I'm sorry. Pause. I just got a text from my barista, mm-hmm. and he says there's only one pudding left. And so help us God, if Pip wants a pudding tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. Are you gonna play that game? Are you gonna? Oh. <laughs> no, I'm not gonna play that yeah. game. I will play this game though. Thank you, dear. Yeah. You're not, he's not going to give me that fucking pudding. No. Because he's the one that dispenses the puddings, and if there's no pudding, oh, boy. Yeah, he is He is not catching hell for your Mm-mm. sudden left-field pudding craving. It's <laughs> not from left-field. It came straight from the ass. That's, just... That's true. I'll take responsibility for that. <laughs> just write out that pudding bag. <clears throat> All right. Uh... Into segment three, uh, it's recipes. Oh, I wanted. I think a couple of you hadn't done a recipe, and I wanted to see it. So, <laughs> we do not arrive in this world whole. Probably, I mean, depends on who you believe. But as far as this setup goes, we are all the sum of our life's experiences coming together to make us us. And while we already know that snips and snails and puppy dog tails are what little boys are made of. And that sugar and spice and everything nice are what little girls are made of. In recipes, it's your task to give us the recipes for what makes up these other various stuffs and things. I hope that got across properly. Allie, let's hear your recipe for a karaoke bar. Okay. Add one part music to one part bar. Sprinkle in a dash of drunk guys being overserved at the bar. And mix in four bartenders, not realizing that they've been habitually over-serving customers. Throw in a dash of opening the door to reveal John Taffer, host of Bar Rescue. I'm John Taffer, and this is Bar Rescue, he says, glaring at everyone. How fresh is this chicken? Why can't your bartenders make martinis? Where are your clean bottles of vodka that don't have insects in them? These are the questions he asks. The owner of the karaoke bar begins to wither under this line of questioning. This bar is all I have, man, he says pathetically. Well, responds John Taffer, if you don't get your shit together and fire your entire wait staff, you won't have any bar at all. The karaoke bar owner is emotional, but he listens to reason. 
John Taffer throws out 75 pounds of expired chicken while the owner weeps. When the bar reopens, it's unrecognizable, and all the new bartenders are excited to serve fresh-cooked chicken blasters to their Alanis Morissette singing customers. Garnish with a pinch of drunk girl throwing up in the bathroom, because even John Taffer, mighty as he is, cannot bend the will of God. And there you have it, the recipe for any karaoke bar. (laughs) Thank you, Allie. Uh... And didn't realize and until you'd basically gotten through it that, you know, local reference, uh, it's very much the uh, the recipe of, you know, what happened to the distillery. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, sorry, guys. <laughs> you got to clean it up. Yeah, uh, or you don't. Maybe that's the charm. Maybe we would like it dirty. Uh. It was unintentional. I just, I mean, not to win our sad Olympics, but it, that came from like a four-hour bar rescue binge. <laughs> I was. It actually made me really want to watch the show Bar Rescue. Oh, it's great! It's literally what I just told you is what the show is. I uh, I saw an episode of a restaurant rescue show from mm-hmm. like around where I grew up, and um. those shows are rough and i still eat out at restaurants not currently really but you know yeah yeah so many 75 pound bags of chicken being thrown out while the owner weeps it's every episode it's every episode i don't know why yeah but it's (laughs) why are they buying all that chicken why do they let it expire oh my god i could talk about this for four hours Uh, they just really thought like they had one good night of chicken and then they thought oh shit we're not going to get caught without chicken again let's have and then it dried up and then it's just a whole thing it's uh it's a -a whack-a-mole being a bar owner guys Uh, (laughs) i'm sorry let's um let's move on to oh yes this is a much happier subject um alex let's hear your recipe for a slasher film victim yeah, absolutely. Um, well, you're going to start off with a uh, a meat that's very teenage. That's you know, it, it gives a you know a lean and tender type texture to it. Um, also, uh, go ahead and like give it a name. Usually, it's something with like a Y at the end. Uh, Tommy, Bobby, Kelly, Jenny. It's fan. It's fantastic. It'll, it'll really bring out the flavors of the taste. Um, also, uh, make sure brain IQ is very low. Uh, they might have a uh, a smart best friend, but you're going to want to leave the smart best friend and have uh, <laughs> this dummy here for, for your serving. Uh, bonus points if they like to skinny dip. Um, and then, yeah, just you're going to carve out <laughs> what you want there. Bring over your psychopathic friends and family for an adrenaline filled dinner. And um, you, you're really just going to make sure to serve that raw. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. A little, just a, a little bit of fornication to taste. Uh, yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Alex. Uh, just, just tender teen meat. I'm not gonna dwell on that. Uh, <laughs> they were 18 and a half. Yeah. Yes. Perfectly yeah. legal. Um, <laughs> no. Moving on. <laughs> Good call. Rejecting that idea, rejecting that thought, moving on. Uh, Kim. I don't want to. <laughs> oh, no. No, okay, fine. I'm back. I'm back. Right. I'm back. I'm back. I'm ready. No, it's, <laughs> I'm it, ready. it's how much you now protest against doing it 
that makes me want to hear it that much more. Uh, <laughs> Kim, let's hear your recipe. For it's not this one that I'm super proud of, but this, the, okay. Okay. Because right. I know you're definitely making this last minute, and I've, attempt, I've attempted oh, oh, to simplify this hold recipe, but what? I didn't even oh, get my to, God, you didn't say what the recipe was. I didn't get to say it. No, you cut me off. <laughs> I just, I'm excited. <laughs> you were very, very excited about this. Let me, let me just right. get out of the way. A uh, recipe for a pretty typical rideshare experience. Okay. This is my recipe for a pretty typical rideshare experience. There we are. Because I know you're definitely making this last minute. I've attempted to simplify this recipe a bit and not have a big, long story at the beginning. If your friends hadn't ditched you last minute, you could have just split an Uber. Read my article for 10 easy ways to split an Uber here. Number four will surprise you. First, download the app. Yes, you'll need to add a credit card because no, you cannot remember your PayPal password. <laughs> Complete the two-step verification. It'll take literally four seconds. And this step is very important. Be sure to make a huge deal about how inconvenient and stupid a two-step verification is. And try to include anyone around you in your useless gripe. Now, collect your ingredients. Okay, your ingredients are one, Blue Kia Soul. No, not that one. There, that, no, wait, wait, that was a Nissan Juke. There, yes, that blue Nissan Soul. Kia Soul. Kia Soul. Next, one available seat. See notes, notes. Now, I know it's statistically impossible that, uh, but this does not change reality. You will get there, and you will always be the third person to be picked up in a ride share. And then you have your seat of choice. You will need to choose between back, middle, or shotgun. Both offer their own special elements to the recipe. If you're looking for a conversation rooted in desperation, absolutely add shotgun. Mm -hmm. But if you're looking for somebody else's arm sweat on your arm <laughs> and an inability to turn your head for fear that you'll be staring directly into a stranger's face, back, middle will do nicely. You're going to need two begrudgingly compromised situations. First, of course, being the music choice. It's going to be obscure and loud. Uh, second will be a passenger who asks if they can stop at a place that's on the way, but actually it's at least a five-minute detour. Next, collect every newspaper circular, gas station receipt, fast food napkin, empty cans, and paper that's wet for an unidentified source and firmly press them into every surface and make sure to pay extra attention to the dash. This is important so that the driver can say the traditional greeting, oh, don't worry about that stuff, when you crunch yourself into the car. Last, don't forget your mask. These people are a bunch of fucking animals and you're breathing their air. Have some common sense. This recipe is sponsored by Kia Soul. <laughs> Not Nissan vibe. No, uh, it's the juke actually. Or juke. No, it's uh, I, wait. It sounds like a racial slur. Yeah. The Nissan juke. I was trying to think what the other. It's like the. Uh, it's, it's a vibe. I think it's a vibe. Yeah. They have like the Nissan put out like fourteen different small like micro SUVs. Yeah. Um, and they just named them all different names because I think they only made fourteen, so they're like children. <laughs> It's the the vibe and the juke and the the head fake and the and the bounce. This pass. one's Bing Bong. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Oh, let's get the the Nissan no rear legroom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. In that way, they're related to the soul. <laughs> All right. Thank you, guys. So many tasty, tasty recipes. On to segment four. Uh, it's right, an angry poem about it. Very straightforward. You have an artist's soul, an angry, frustrated, enraged artist's soul. You have aggressive feelings that you need to express in a way that people will see, uh, uh, or in a way that people will see you as enlightened and thoughtful, rather than the spittle-showered shriekings of a raving lunatic. So, with that in mind, why not write an angry poem about the following things? That'd be neat, Allie. <clears throat> Let's hear your angry poem about cutting in line. Okay. How dare you cut me in line? You bought the last ticket for A Quiet Place too. Now I'll never know if they talk in this one. Oh, what the fuck, man? I'm more sad than angry. I guess I deserve this. Story of my life, right? Respect must be earned. <laughs> <laughs> that is the end. End of poem. Yeah. I knew Jesse and I were going to be in a sad off, so. <laughs> man. Came, came prepared. Uh, <laughs> respect must be earned. All right. <laughs> Thank you, Allie. Your angry poem about cutting in line. That leads us into Alex's angry poem about Rosemary and Time. <laughs> Rosemary and Time. Canceled after season three. How can <laughs> this be? Gardeners solving crimes. What what could be better? It must be their clothing styles and choice of cute sweaters. <laughs> the perfection of Rosemary Boxer and Laura Time. UK UK television execs, execs have lost their goddamn mind. <laughs> oh, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter that I have no idea what you're talking about. What <laughs> <laughs> what matters? Uh, what well, what matters is how much Kim knows exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> makes up directly for how little I know. Uh. So uh, obviously, I know their spices, but then I did a Google search for Rosemary and Time, and yeah, it's a British television show. I uh, love it, that show. I have seen every episode. <laughs> Oh, man. I thought you were making it up. I was like, yeah, that tracks, man. No, it's a really good show. Why did they get canceled after three seasons? No, no clue. Um, but I, yeah, I like was watching bits of it, but it felt like a very like murder she wrote, but like a team of gardeners instead of an author kind of a thing. Really? I, at least that's what I got from like the clips that I, that I got It's really there. like if Miss Marple was two Miss Marples. <laughs> <laughs> I have to go. I have to watch that show now. <laughs> yeah. Can we do a watch along right now with, <laughs> with the stream? You know what? Yeah. We're done with Shut this show. Down. I'm putting Shut on Rosemary and Time, everyone. Uh, <laughs> it's it's amazing when a cut that deep still catches somebody. <laughs> and, and there's only like six people watching in the whole universe, yeah. and one of them got hit. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. That's why I do this. That's why. That's why I do it yeah. for. Yeah. So really? Thank you. The off chance yeah. somebody gets the reference. If one, <laughs> if one you. person does, uh, it's it's all worth it. Uh, <laughs> get back in it. All right. So we've had 
an angry poem about cutting in line. We've had an angry poem about Rosemary and Time. Kim Martell, why not wrap this up with an angry poem about a victimless crime? This is the last straw. This is worse than breaking the law. How am I supposed to doom scroll without any doom? What is the world coming to when people don't even clutch their pearls for the love of the game? Where's the drama, the thrill? Hardly a victimless crime. Someone call a doctor because I'm over here being bored to death. And another thing, why do I always get to write an angry poem? I hate poems, Jesse. They're stupid. I have no idea even what a poem is. Is this a poem? You don't fucking know. This is bullshit. Uh, someone has worked with uh, Jojo Lewis long enough to get a contact English master's degree. Uh, I have an English bachelor's degree, oh, and I'm yeah. married to an English PhD. All right. So fine. Yeah, I get the PhD through osmosis. If yeah. you know what you I guys, mean. You guys are just slopping over with English. Man, <laughs> good on you. I still don't know um, which lets to apostrophize. What the fuck do I know? Uh, <laughs> uh, okay, I'm going to tell you a secret. Every other one. Okay. That's generally That's where rule. I land. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 oh, I am uneducated. Segment five. Location, location, location. Let's wrap this up, shall we? Uh, not that it hasn't been fun, but all of you are waiting to go out to a midnight screening of Black Widow. So, uh, (laughs) segment five, location, location, location. Things. People need them and you have them. Do you have the things that the people near you might actually need? Not so much. But you're going to make it work anyway. In location, 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 you run a business in a less than ideal location for said business. And your task is to convince us why we should want to purchase your goods and services anyway. Allie Rubin. God damn it. So, <laughs> my guy who I hired to give me flavor showed up a little early. Oh, I just I, I tipped over a, a a bucket of sad and just uh, spread it around <laughs> around these two pages. <laughs> Allie, let's hear your pitch. <clears throat> you run a poverty fantasy camp for billionaires. Yes. Welcome to my poverty fantasy camp for billionaires. We got everything here. You want to wear a scratchy t-shirt and be disrespected by a fast food worker? You can absolutely do that if that's what you want. You can even head down to our authentically low-rent dive bar where the bottles are filled with insects and the bartenders keep stealing drinks during their shifts. The door swings open and there's John Taffer, host of Bar Rescue. (laughs) I'm John Taffer and this is Bar Rescue, he says, glaring at everyone. John Taffer excoriates sad people for not cooking chicken properly while the main bartender laughs a lot and pretends not to care that they're about to get humiliated and shit canned on national TV. If you're a billionaire and you want to lower yourself into the muck of the human condition and see what it's like to not be a billionaire, then picture this, a marathon viewing of Bar Rescue and a boot stamping on a human face forever. To conclude, did you know that some bees like to store nectar in an elastic pouch in their gut known as the honey stomach? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Uh, this is this is forever gonna be uh, Allie's Mac and Me clip uh, every time, <laughs> <laughs> and I am just I'm always waiting for it, and I always appreciate it. Uh, <laughs> Allie Rubin, uh, Poverty Fantasy Camp for Billionaires. Hey, Allie, where can folk uh, enjoy some of you know you out in the wilderness? Folk can enjoy some of, you know, me out in the wilderness <laughs> on Twitter at A underscore Rubin, R-U-B-I-N. Um, or you can, uh, I don't know, if you're near L.A., let me know and we can sit outside my house and wait for cars to crash into it together. <laughs> it's, it's, it's free entertainment that you don't get most places. So It's free for someone. <laughs> it's very expensive for other people. <laughs> Well, that's why I'm going to rent till I die. Uh, <laughs> thank you, Allie. Always a pleasure to have you. Uh, Alex, you are... I've got to run up to the... Run up to this, uh, sommelier for the gross condiment concoctions made by drunks at 3 in the morning at Denny's. Perfect. Look, it's... 3 a.m. and this matchbox 20 said you must be lonely uh however uh why should your night end you just move you just ordered a moons over my hammy and now i'm going to show you some items you can put on your hammy let's start with uh 30, about 36 packets of splenda it'll <laughs> you know crave your sweet tooth but uh, not increase your sugar intake uh then pour some yellow mustard and my buddy larry's going to put a couple toenails on top make that crunchy texture <laughs> <laughs> you want this late at night. Uh, if that's not enough for you, uh, we have something very simple for you. Uh, we can, um, for your uh, Grand Slam that you ordered, we, we can add a little Big Chief chewing tobacco from Disgrace MLB All-Star and Philadelphia Philly, Lenny Dystra. Sure. <laughs> Give me some options there. Um, yeah, no. let, me, let me know. You can sprinkle that on. No, it's good. It's good. <laughs> Usually, usually mine wound up being, um, you know, the the cups of leftover butter that somebody didn't use for whatever pancakes or whatever. The, um, a lot of syrup, hot sauce, uh, <laughs> the wrappers from the straws, the paper wrappers. And, uh, it was, yeah. Um, <laughs> and then the yeah, the waiter or waitress has to. That's to deal with it at the end of the night. That's yeah. exactly that's exactly what I was thinking of next. The uh, yeah, the wait staff didn't didn't much appreciate uh, that sort of tomfoolery. And <laughs> if I could apologize, I would. But uh, <laughs> you don't know me, and I don't know you. Uh, I just ruined the end of one of your ships. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> thank you, Alex. So good. Uh, where can folk then get some more? Uh, Alex Shoemaker outside of uh, this particular episode of the Stab Show. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, I'm the host of uh, the Bad Flick Show. You can catch that at satcomedyspot.com slash live. Uh, we were originally on Wednesdays. Now we've kind of switched to uh, every other Friday now that things are, are opening back up. And yeah. um, also um, with the uh, with the Sacramento Comedy Spot doing uh, Improv Wednesdays there. We just started back um, yesterday. And yes, yeah, there every Wednesday at 8. Cool, cool. Well, good to have you, Alex. Good to good. good that you're finally on a stage in front of people again. That's nice. Good, good. It's it's great to hear 
uh, laughs, like like a, a, an audience member of laughs. laughs. Yeah. That's great. <laughs> yeah. I never knew what that sounded like. <laughs> yeah, have to know something to miss it. Um, <laughs> and I don't want to interrupt whatever we're looking. Just spilt a little beverage. Oh, no. It's fine. It's okay. It's fine. <laughs> I mean, you just it was. You just spilt a little Coors Light. It's it's mostly water anyway. When I say beverage, I really <laughs> lean that loosely. It's okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Carry on. Well, uh, the carrying is straight to you uh, with uh, letting folk know where uh, people, before we get to your, your final, your closer here, uh, where mm-hmm. people can enjoy Kim Martell on the internets or beyond. Me? You, oh. Kim. Oh, well, uh I'm available at www.mom-hat.com. You can find me on Twitter at the Kim Martell. Mm-hmm. Uh, on YouTube, I'm on JoJo Has Fun. I do a comedy Let's Play. Also, if you need an eye exam and you're in the greater Tuscaloosa, Alabama area, I would suggest you call Dr. Stephanie Bedsole. I am her t- sole technician, and we will take very good care of you. We accept pretty much all major insurances, Medicare, and Medicaid. Well. All right. It's a very specific pitch, but uh, <laughs> but, if but it's in, what I do, and I'm really passionate about it. You want to fight? No, that's <laughs> it's wonderful. If you're in the area and you need that particular service, you've got an option. Yeah. So, uh, actually, you don't have an option. It's really your only choice. Yeah, yeah. If All I right. find out you went elsewhere, we're going to fight. Yeah. Because <laughs> I just keep throwing out this fight thing. Eventually, somebody's got to take me up on it. Going to get up in somebody's blurry eyes all right mm-hmm. i already know you have a problem i'm gonna i'm gonna do a lot of bobbing and weaving you've yeah. got double vision <laughs> depth perceptions for shit you can't hit me all right <laughs> all right kim let's wrap up this episode of this program uh which i will i will do my level best to get out in a timely manner kim you <laughs> You fill several lending libraries around your neighborhood with hardcore pornography. Moundville Next Door Digest. Today's top post. Lost toy poodle. Ben Chilkey. Reward offer. Last seen on Hillsdale Road. 12 years old. Black, white, female toy. Tree trimmer. Francis Boish. Have three trees need trim for me on Loop Road looking for recommendations. Little Free Libraries Concern. Flossie Bobinowski. It has come to my attention that some material that may not be suitable for all ages is being left in the free lending libraries around our neighborhood. I just wanted to post a friendly reminder that these libraries are meant to enhance our community. In addition to the lending libraries, several other areas throughout our town where media is found have been replaced with extremely graphic content. The little credit card application holder at the Sitco pump was absolutely crammed with stepfather-themed pornography. There was an entire cum shot series just spilling out of the free newspaper boxes. I didn't even know they adapted that into a book. All of Big Trouble in Little Vagina was printed out and mailed to the Commons Bulletin Board. 
poor Andrew Simmons plowed directly into a pole when he was distracted by the billboard advertising DP. It's not just obscene, it's dangerous. <laughs> it goes without saying that whoever replaced the Bibles behind the pews at the Hopetown Baptist with the holy hole swapping compilation was not appreciated by the congression. Congregation, I know how to read. Sorry. They want those Bibles back. Several members of the group, youth group have volunteered to dispose of the smut, however, which lifted spirits. Nice to know that everybody's a dirty pervert. <laughs> I personally did not appreciate the copy of Dumb Stupid Women with Small Tits and Vaginas That Are Like Caves Filled With Bats that was left in my box. It felt particularly targeted and hurtful. I have in the past criticized the content of the lending libraries after several copies of the Da Vinci Code were abandoned in mine. But this retaliation feels unnecessary. I took that post down. Look, I'm sorry. I didn't realize that so many, we had so many Dan Brown fans whom I have since learned call themselves Daniacs. Very clever, by the way. So please... If not for me, for the sake of our real estate value, pull out of these filthy mess. <laughs> I could have done that for for hours. Yes. I could have just I yep. could have just keep mentioning the names of pornos in different places where you can put pornos. Yeah. And no one would have stopped you. Uh, <laughs> thank you, Kim. <laughs> And that was the Stab Show. Thanks for hanging out with us tonight. And a special thank you to our awesome panel, Allie Rubin, Alex Shoemaker, and Kim Martell. Now, if you enjoyed this show, and we sure hope you did, then maybe you'd be interested in 274 other episodes available via the podcast provider of your choice, be it Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, or the Good Pods app. And, of course, if you'd like to catch these episodes live as they happen, then just tune in to Stab Comedy Theater TV Thursday nights at 8 p.m. because that's when and where it happens. And that is us for tonight. Uh, once again, I've been your host, Jesse Jones, saying... <laughs> Just because nobody asked you to doesn't mean you can't make almost 300 or something for them anyway. Good night.